sometimes when you think, hey, something bad's coming around the corner, you know, you can freak out about it or you can just do enough to prepare. So you're not surprised by it. It usually uh, is uh, the case that uh, something like uh, unexpected right around the corner from so-called acts of God to acts of Congress. This is one of the reasons why it's so smart to have things like emergency food on hand. And it's always better to have it and not need it rather than need it and not have it. Head to the website preparewithglenn.com. You're going to save $200 on your three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Wide range of delicious meals offering 2,000 calories every single day for optimum strength under stress. You can stock up before anything sets in. So, free shipping, automatic. Your order ships fast. If you do it by 3 o'clock today, they're going to ship today. Go to preparewithglenn.com. Do that now. Save $200 on every three-month emergency food kit that you buy from My Patriot Supply. Save $200. Every member of the family should have at least three months of food. Preparewithglenn.com. It is Friday, and we're doing something very different today. Uh, We're taking phone calls, 888-727-BECK, for people who disagree with me or disagree with the right, people who have voted for Joe Biden. I really want to understand, you know, where you're coming from. I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm not trying to change your mind. Right. I get it. It Stu is... is I'm not saying it's not important. Yeah. It's very interesting. You are learning. It is vi- I am learning a lot. Yes. A lot. Right. Things I didn't necessarily always want to learn. Right. But you're learning. But it, it's difficult. You're making... I'm going to make I, it easier. You- I get it because it is difficult because I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing back. You're just... I'm just asking questions uh, and I'm going to make it easier because it is a little hard if you disagree. Uh, and so, I've, for instance, uh, I've got... I've got the, the I've got dr- an old episode of Dragnet out where he's talking to these young beatniks, these teenagers these days. Mm. That's fantastic. It'll make you feel good. Uh, I also have the new Cardi B Megan the Stallion lyrics <laughs> for a dramatic re- oh, reading no. that we can do. Oh no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet, Sarah. No, no, no. This is when you you just pull that ripcord when you need it. Okay. And a dramatic reading is coming up first. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. In almost all cases, the secret to success in buying or selling a home is having the right real estate agent. It isn't as simple as just having somebody who knows how to find a good home for you on your budget. To get the right home out there, the best possible price, those are important, but there's so much more to it. Are they listening to what you are looking for? Do they understand you, your lifestyle, what you're looking for in a school and a neighborhood? 
The agents we work with take their jobs seriously. They know all of the best practices to elevate your real estate experience to the next level. So if you're buying or selling a home, whether it's across the street or across the country, get your home sold, get you into a new home, or you know, do both of them. But don't take my word for it. Contact them today. Find out for yourself. Let us give you a list of just some of the best people in your area. Um, and you interview them for yourself. And don't, see if you don't see the difference. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Okay. We have um, Cardi B is waiting for you, Stu. I may be pulling that ripcord at any moment. Okay. Um uh, we have Matt in Pennsylvania who disagrees about the attack at the Capitol. Hello, Matt. Hi, how are you, Glenn? Great. Long-time listener. In fact, uh, coming up 2000, uh, 2003 uh, Halloween episode is the first time I heard you. Holy. So come up on 20 years. Oh, my gosh. That's wow. Awesome. Whew, yeah. You've seen some changes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it was at F- FLA uh, 970 at the time. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Are oh, you yeah. still in Florida? Okay. No, you're in Pennsylvania. No, no, no. I'm actually, I'm in Pennsylvania. I always listen to you on the internet. I'm a truck driver and uh, mm. I hear you uh, over the internet, iHeartRadio. Okay. Uh, nice. Back in the day, I was an office worker. But okay. uh, the, reason, the reason I call um, is, and perhaps we agree on, I mean, we agree on so many things, but I keep hearing that these people were bad that went into the, into the Capitol. Uh, and, and I will admit the people that stole like laptops, put their feet on desks. Yeah, I, I don't agree broke with that. Broke the but windows. The that to, yep. Broke the windows. I, all that. But the people that went into the Capitol, that went in peacefully and demonstrated, oh. they're not bad people. Oh, no, they're no, not, no. They're not horrible people. And I keep hearing over and over, and, and, and maybe I'm just misunderstanding from you, but I keep hearing, oh, how dare they? That was terrible. We did a bad thing. Oh, that no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, have wait I, I, this is really important to address. Thank you for bringing this okay. up, Matt. Um, important to address because there were bad actors there. There were people that that's what they intended to do. And you could tell because they were wearing all black. I'm not saying they're Antifa, but I'm not not saying that either. Um there were people that were there that were breaking the windows, breaking the doors, fighting with police. And as you will see in the coming weeks, uh, as more and more of this January 6th video is coming out, you will see that many times the Trump supporters were protecting the police. They were saying, we love the police. The uh, conservatives, real conservatives are not anti-police. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't be walking in a crowd with people who say they agree with you, um, but they don't agree on the police thing or they want to break into the Capitol. Every single one of those people that did violent things, just like every single one of those people that burned down cities and were involved in violent things should go to jail. However, if you were there and you weren't participating, but you happened to be on the street in Minneapolis and you were observing and you were not doing anything, you shouldn't go to jail, nor should those who did go or are going to jail in the Capitol that did nothing. This is a horror show from our government. Um, It is this is persecution not prosecution this is persecution and i want everybody to go to uh x twitter i want you to go to x and watch um 
Laura, Laura Logan's new uh, special on January 6th. It is it's 60 minutes quality and it shows who they're actually prosecuting and persecuting. They can't seem to find real ringleaders, but they are coming in. And this one story that she says, this is part one. It is worth every second of watching. This is part one of one of the people that ended up killing himself because of the persecution from the government and was a guy who believed in the police, was a guy who believed in, you know, a a fair trial, believed in America. They destroyed him and uh, really didn't have any reason at all to charge him or harass him. And that's what they did. Thank you, Matt, for pointing that out. Uh, Let me go to William in Florida. Hi, William. Hello, Glenn. How are you? I'm very good. Are you, uh, are you, who have you voted for in the last few years? Actually, I voted for Biden. I've been a a Republican for 40 years. And, um, yeah, this, this whole Trump thing, man, I'm sorry. He's just, I, from day one, Trump, uh, you know, I was 20 years in the Navy and our, our credo is honor, courage, commitment. And he has shown none of that. Never. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You got to give him some moments. You you could, you could show something that shows he's a decent dude, but there is a narcissism that is dangerous. You said something earlier. You said something about Humpty Dumpty about dismantling the government. And that's exactly the way I see Donald Trump. That's exactly the way I see the MAGA movement. And that's exactly the way I see Ron DeSantis. There's a dismantling of something going on. Okay, hang on just a sec. Hang hang on, William. I just want to understand. I'm not trying to change your mind. Just want to understand. First of all, when I said last week dismantle, I mean burn the place down. Um, if, if If you are somebody that wants a revolution, Balkanism, uh, you want to uh, reset into something brand new, um, that's extraordinarily dangerous. That's why I brought in Humpty Dumpty. Once Humpty Dumpty falls, all the king's horses, all the king's man c- cannot reassemble this. Okay, So be careful what you do if you're flushing things down the toilet. However, we were having that in a conversation uh, about the deep state and how the deep state uh, is, uh, is controlling much of what's happening in the world without any kind of elections or voting on those people. Do you see the world that way? So why do they want to burn it down? I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm genuinely curious that the deep state, that's, that's the way I see it. Is that, that they're there. They want a great reset. Yes. You know, the deep state but, but does. Just to back up two steps, back up two steps, Marjorie Taylor Greene calling for civil war. That is the most dishonorable statement I've heard from an American in the past 200 years. Well, I don't know about I'm that, sorry. but it is very dishonorable, and I <laughs> denounce it. Um, I mean, there's been some crazy there's been some crazy things said in 200 years. But if she said that, I would denounce that. She call, did you say she called for civil war? Yes. Okay, maybe he I'm... called for a separation of the states, the red and the blue. You can call it anything you want, 
you can put a capital C and a capital W. Okay. That's the old one. Or you can <laughs> make it a lowercase. And that's what she did. She's calling for a separation of the state. This is the national it's divorce. Uh, the national thing. divorce okay. thing. Got it. Okay. okay. Sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's civil war. That, that, that's a synonym for it. That's all there is to it. We're all grown men here. We can we can say the truth. And that's exactly what she's calling for. So yeah, may I may I just may I nuance yeah, a little bit? Absolutely. Um, absolutely. We have had conversations of I wish we could uh, I wish we could peacefully just split up the states. And I said, you know, they could even pick first, and you know, they pick their one, and then we pick one, and um, that you know, a union broken up like this will never stand. So it is the end of the union. Um, you know, as Lincoln said, we'll either be all slavery or we'll all be free. You can't coexist and live like this broken. Um, however, that is different than saying I want war um, and I want a civil war. Anyone who claims they want a civil war is out of their minds. You have no idea how close we came to losing that war. And there is. And the only reason why we want it is because we had uh, John Quincy Adams' son over in France, and they were about to throw in with the South, and he said, wait, wait, you'll see. This is not what the South is saying it is. There's no one that would support us, uh, and it would be awful. Now, if they started something, you know, rounding people up, well, that's a different story than you have a right to protect yourself. But civil war is dangerous and must not happen. And just to uh, quickly uh, note, there was a uh, a post that went around that Marjorie Taylor Greene did call for civil war. Uh, okay. That was a fabricated post, though. So it is important, I, especially when we're talking about these topics that yeah, okay. were clear. She, she is, to my knowledge, has never called for that. Okay. And if she, if she, she or anyone, yeah. Stu did it, if I did it, Horrible. denounce me. Yeah. Okay. It should never, that's not wise. Um, does that help you, William, on that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Great. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I just but I just think Trump is leading us in a direction. Now, listen, everybody knows that follows politics, that Joe Biden has never. Let me word it like this. (laughs) If Joe Biden was to have peacefully passed away in his bed in 2017, 2016, no one would ever have mentioned his name again. He was a subpar politician at best, but he was a safer bet than Trump, who is dangerous. That's so that's do you think, think? And okay. I'm a Republican. Listen, my mom voted for George Wallace. She was a Democrat, wow. a hardcore Democrat. And those people are all MAGA now. There's no okay. there are no Democrats down here that. OK, so know, hang they're, on. They're so hang MAGA on movement. just a second, William. Um Help me out on Joe Biden. I can understand what you're saying about Donald Trump. Um, we don't have to agree on everything. I want you to understand that. But I, I'm trying to understand where people are coming from. So I got it about Donald Trump. Um, now, talk to me about, about Joe Biden, what he's currently doing and what the path that we're on as a nation. You don't find the path we're on um, extraordinarily dangerous? I, uh, yes, I do. I absolutely do. And and this goes back for 40 years we've been on a dangerous path. I mean, it, look at our national debt. 
$32 trillion. Those are numbers that weren't even said 30 years ago. No, I know. Um, but know. let me let me let me push you just a little bit further along that. I agree on debt and things that are common sense. Yes. But the left is dismantling even our Justice Department. Our our Justice Department is wildly corrupt right now, in my opinion. Um, the FBI, for the first time in my life, I don't trust the FBI. I don't trust our government. What I'm seeing coming out of the Pentagon is horrifying, absolutely horrifying. Um, we're not prepared to fight a war. We're so concentrated on, you know, abortion and transgender surgery uh, that we, we, I don't want to fight with these people running our, our military. Um, do you agree with any of those things? Yes, sir. I can't speak for the DOJ or the FBI, but the Pentagon, good Lord, is it true? I mean, you've got a guy that can fact check what I'm about to say. Didn't they lose a trillion dollars like just last year? Isn't that at least the second time that they've lost a trillion dollars? Yes. Just magically. We don't know, man. Right. And people say that we can't take on China and Russia at the same time. So BS. Okay, we could absolutely take them on at the same time because the Pentagon is the most powerful entity on the planet, bar none. And they give me the creeps, my mm. man. And I was part of the system for 20 years. Mm. There is if, if 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 Congress can't audit the Pentagon, well, then that's a problem. Would you agree with I'm the audit sorry. the Fed as well? I think if you audit the Pentagon, you are. Uh, okay. (laughs) If we have to go that route first to figure out the math that it takes to actually audit the Pentagon, then let's start with the Fed, my man. Okay. Absolutely. William, thank you very much for your call. We, 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 I agree to disagree, but I'm, I'm glad you called in today. Thank you. Um, relief factor. You're ready for the Cardi B thing? I, I mean, I could be talked into it. Uh, Does relief factor work against the pain that I'm feeling today? No. Relief factor sleep might. Uh, but regular relief factor uh, for pain sleeping will not. Well, I don't know. I'm willing to break up one of the capsules and just maybe rub it on my head. <laughs> um, but anyway, Eddie wrote in. He said about a year ago, I was bent over like an old man. I could barely stand up straight. Really bad back pain. Dreaded even going to the mailbox. Started taking uh, Relief Factor, and within a week, my back pain was almost completely gone. No more pain. Relief Factor worked for me. Thank you so much for telling me about it. Eddie, thank you for listening. Relief Factor exists to give you the life back that you have always led and love. Three-week quick start, 1995. It's a trial pack. It's not a drug, so it's not going to whack you out. Plus, more than a million people have bought Relief Factor's Quick Start, and 70% of them have gone on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com or 800-4-RELIEF. 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. relieffactor.com. 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. You know, let me just give you just let me, let me give you a little salve, okay? Just a little salve. This is from Dragnet, the TV show hmm. back in the '60s and early '70s, and uh, and early on in Dragnet, they were talking to hippies and beatniks, 
Okay. Okay. And uh, here's, what was his name? Joe Friday. Speaking to the teenagers, the 60s. Listen. Just don't understand. Maybe we do, son. Don't think you have a corner on all the virtue vision in the country or that everybody else is fat and selfish and you're the first generation to come along that's felt dissatisfied. They all have, you know, about different things. And most of them didn't have the same opportunity and freedoms that you do. Let's talk poverty. Most places in the world, that's not a problem. It's a way of life. And rights, they're liable to give you a blank stare because they may not know what you're talking about. The fact is, more people are living better right here than anywhere else ever before in history. So don't expect us to roll over and play dead when you say you're dissatisfied. It's not perfect, but it's a great deal better than when we grew up. A hundred men standing in the street hoping for one job, selling apples on the street corner. That's one of the things we were dissatisfied about, and you don't see that much anymore. You're taller, stronger, healthier, better educated, and you live longer than the last generation. And we don't think that's altogether bad. You've probably never seen a quarantine sign in your neighbor's door. Diphtheria, scarlet fever, whooping cough. Probably none of your classmates are crippled with polio. You don't see many mastoid scars anymore. We've done quite a bit of fighting all around the world. Whether you think it was moral or not, a lot of people are free today to make their own mistakes because of it. And that may just include you. I don't know. Maybe part of it's the fact that you're in a hurry. You've grown up on instant orange juice. Flip a dial, instant entertainment. Dial seven digits, instant communication. Turn a key, push a pedal, instant transportation. Flash a card, instant money. Shove in a problem, push a few buttons, instant answers. But some problems you can't get quick answers to, no matter how much you want them. We took a little boy into Central Receiving Hospital yesterday. He was four years old. He weighs eight and a half pounds. His parents just haven't bothered to feed him. Now, give me a fast answer to that one. One that'll stop that from ever happening again. And if you can't settle that one, what about the 55,000 Americans who will die on the highways this year? That's nearly six or seven times the number that'll get killed in Vietnam. Why aren't you up in arms about that? Or is dying in a car somehow moral? Tell me how to wipe out prejudice. I'll settle for just the prejudices you have inside yourselves. Show me how to get rid of the unlimited capacity for human beings to make themselves believe that they're somehow right and justified in stealing from somebody or hurting somebody. And you'll just about put this place here out of business. Wow. I don't think they make television like that anymore. Television that likes America? (laughs) (laughs) It is a new thing to try. Back in just a minute. Okay. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. Out of the terrible tragedy of 9-11 came the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Out of the ashes, something always good sprouts, which Tunnel to Towers is really good. They're committed to helping our nation's heroes and their families in their darkest hours. If we want the government to do less, we have to do more. Our our first responders that lose their life in the in the line of duty are veterans. When they come home now, severely injured, line of duty. Where are they? We have so many homeless now. Our homeless veterans program with Tunnel to Towers helped over 2,000 people this year stay off the streets in the country they signed up to protect. If you come home horribly injured in the line of duty, 
They're going to lift your financial burdens through their Gold Star Family Home Program and their Fallen First Responder Program. Smart Home Program for catastrophically injured veterans. All of this happens because of you. Will you donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org? That's T, the number 2T.org. And it's blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and you'll save 10 bucks. Doing something entirely different today. We're asking people that maybe voted for Biden and uh, still are going to vote for Biden um, how they got there, why they're there, how they see the economy, how they see the world, um, and also people who just disagree with some things that, uh, that I would say. I, I really want to understand you. And I can't do that by trying to win a fight. I can't try to do that by arguing with you. But I can learn um, by asking you questions on what you think about things, how you got there, why is this a problem or not a problem. Uh, so I welcome you to call in 888-727-BECK. Keith is in New Hampshire. Did you vote for Joe Biden last time? And you say you would vote for him this time. I did vote for him last time, and yeah, I would vote for him again. And I based it really on two things. All right. One, the NLRB. I think his appointments have been outstanding. I think when it comes to thinking about the economy and thinking about how hard it is to be working class these days, Mm -hmm. the only way that we can really exert our power, I mean, there's really not much that comes down to a presidential election, really just two corporate candidates. I think we can agree on that. But... If one corporate candidate is going to make it so that if companies interfere with union organizing, then a union gets to exist, and that uh, corporate candidate is giving more power to the workers than the alternative. And I think when we spend eight hours a day at work, all day, every day, that's where we spend our most time, that's where we have our most influence, and that's where we can grow our power so that maybe one day we don't have a two-party corporate duopoly. So, um, well, you know, the unions have, you know, they, they, they are in with the government um, now with, with Joe Biden. You wouldn't deny that. I don't, really, right? I don't really know how that works when you think about what happened with the railroad strike. Now Biden <laughs> totally undermined that effort. But I don't really know how I would see that. And I don't know if uh, the UAW president would agree with that. Can uh-huh. I get another issue, too, by the way? Well, the I, I just issue. want you to know that they, they've given... Uh, billions of dollars to the Democratic Party, and you don't you don't do that well, unless you're supporting. I think they might right because, like I said, Trump is not going to put anybody on the NLRB who is going to help unions. Correct. So it's in unions' best interest, yeah, to help Democrats mm. because Democrats are the ones so closely are you, aligned with their interests. Are unions and mine? Are unions uh, balanced? I mean, when a union balances bad, corrupt capitalism, it's good. When a union becomes corrupt, it's bad. Uh, it's usually the, the somewhere in the middle where uh, it, it, it works. The power that I can exert, where's my power closer to? The company that I work for, when I have a union, 
or I should say the union that I belong to, or it's some company that I might work for where I'm just some peon okay. all on my own and they can isolate me and fire me and, okay. you know, all right. run me over. Okay, or so- if you think about it in the bigger one, is it me versus Walmart as an individual person, right? Or maybe is the union uh-huh. going to do more for Walmart okay. than... So I got, yeah. I, I got it. Can I ask you some other questions here? Um, it, where do you stand on uh, the White House directing social media in censorship? I think that what they were doing was they were pointing out specific things that they thought were misinformation and asking them to look at their terms of service, which, by the way, I mean, I didn't like it any more when Trump did it than when Biden did it. But at the big grand scheme of things not my biggest concern and knowing that Trump is going to do it over posts where he doesn't like how people talk about him. He never, I mean, did he I imagine he that? might be a little bit more did that. He was Chris accused of Chris saying Chris he was going to sense. He was Look accused. Twitter files. He was, was in, he was accused of saying those things, but um, you know, the, the press pushed back quite hard. And I was one of them that said, you can't censor the press and you can't tell the press what to do. This president has just issued a memo this week uh, instructing the press what to do, which was which was pretty amazing. OK, let me ask you a couple of questions. Um, the the Biden laptop and the FBI is any of that concerning to you? And if not, why? Now, nah, what's more concerning to me really is trans rights. Because I'm actually a mental health professional, and I work with people who are transgender every day. And I got to tell you what I really see. Okay, no, no, stop, 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 stop. You are the you first. You're you're the first seminar caller I think I've had. So thank you for your call. You're the first one that is uh, uh, seems to do this for a living. Um, and I I won't have conversations with people who will not answer the question and stay on topic uh you know and also quite honestly i'm not wasting time with people who say men can get pregnant that's not true you don't live in the real world you don't understand basic science and so it's not reasonable to have a conversation with you and sort of behind the scenes when we start we were talking about the show this morning that was what i thought we would get out of this I and thought we we'd get those people, and you That's were right. That's the first one. That's the first one we've got. That's the first one we got. So it, we, right. we have had, we've had really we've good, had people. really good, mm-hmm. honest mm-hmm. people who are just trying to make their way, mm-hmm. and I can learn from those people. Many of them still drive me insane, but they're right. very nice, and, and they were very honest. And honest, they and were like honest, mm-hmm. searching for answers, and and viewing things honestly. This was a yeah, this was a seminar call. Okay, let me get to uh, Jake in Minnesota. Hello, Jake. Hi, how are you doing? Very good. How are things in Minnesota? Uh, well, I'm sitting in the car in the rain right now. Um, <laughs> I appreciate what you are doing. Um, this is my first time ever doing this. It's kind of fun. Okay, um, but I really do appreciate. I've listened to the other two callers, and I I love the civility. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so do I. I wish we had more of it. So, Jake. Well, the, co- the country needs more of it. Yes. Absolutely. We need to challenge each other, uh, you know, with our um, divergent thoughts uh, and understand that neither side is evil or stupid um, and that most of us kind of fall. Probably 80 to 90 percent of us would agree with most things 
Well, and, uh, let me take you know, let me degree. take you here. You yeah. be- you believe in the First Amendment, freedom of the press, freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, freedom. One hundred percent. Okay. One hundred percent. Second Amendment. Um, it, it, yeah, I under. It's nuanced. I, I, yeah, it okay. is nuanced. I don't. Um, I I I understand. Um, culturally, the right to bear arms, the importance sure. of that, and everything. I don't think we're a better country because we have four hundred plus million guns okay. in the country. But that's um, it's fine. I, I just I, I just want to. I was just ticking off a few things that uh, I mean. This is where this is where the rubber meets the road. Um, mm-hmm. You're not going to quarter. You don't believe the government should quarter any <laughs> soldiers into houses. You believe in a fair jury trial. Uh, you believe 100%. in uh, you know you don't have to testify against yourself. You can face your accuser. All of that stuff, right? Well, that's what makes the country beautiful. Yeah. Thank you very much. Now let's talk about the things that you say you're a common sense liberal. What mm-hmm. uh, you voted for, Joe Biden. Yep, yep. I've, I'm, I've typically voted Democrat uh, my entire life. Yeah. Okay. And are you going to vote for Joe Biden again if he's the candidate? I would. Um, you know, I guess I would prefer someone younger um, and uh, somebody who, I, you know, I would vote for anybody whose number one concern was to reunite our country. I would vote for a Republican who... Um, who made his or her priority reuniting us, like getting us off of the hatred train. I think that's, uh, I think that's great, Jake. Um, now let's talk about uh, some things that, uh, if they concern you or not. What part of Minnesota yeah. do you live in? Uh, the Twin Cities area. Okay. So you saw some of the damage and the fires and everything else yep. from the riots. Yep. Um, yep. Reimagining the police. Is it time to say, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe we shouldn't have done, shouldn't have done that, but there is a problem in some police forces with individuals, but this was not a good idea. Um, And I think that most people, including uh, even most liberals would agree that police are necessary, that there needs to be some changes. There needs to be some greater uh, you know, a greater level of, of trust and acceptance yeah. um, in in communities and, and everything. Yeah. But uh, 100%, I mean, I, I think most people are pro-police, recognizing that, uh, you know, certain things in police culture, um, you know, I, the, the, the George uh, Floyd killing and stuff, I think yeah. that was a, a result of, you know, certain... Um, not being able to challenge, to truly challenge um, he or she who is in command and everything, you know, uh, those cultural things, I think, could be, uh, need to be addressed and everything. Of course, I right. do think that there is a level, that, there's a level of, of bias and prejudice I, um, in policing that needs to be sure. addressed, or at least in, in everything. And, yeah, and, and I got it. <laughs> so um, now you said that you, I, I want to make sure I understood that you felt that the riots on the street were because it was a logical, you know, you if you don't address it, it goes into that. If you feel unheard, is that what I heard you say? I well, I I, I would I guess I would agree with that for the most part. Yeah. Okay. So would but, but, you but, say? But, but I'm not a I'm not a fan of rioting. Yeah, neither I mean, am I. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, peaceful pl- protesting and stuff like that. Um, right. 
it, you know, but in, that, so let me so let me just uh, I just need to ask you two questions and then I I, yeah. I want to talk to you some more. You're a very reasonable guy um, with the the riots in the streets in Minneapolis and all over the country. Most mm-hmm. of those people did not go to jail or pay any price. And I think they should have the bad guys should go to jail. The good guys that were there that were peaceful and were not trying to burn things down should not go to jail. Um the same with January 6th, the people that were breaking in, hitting police, et cetera, et cetera, uh, bad guys and should go to jail. Mm-hmm. Many mm-hmm. of them were not that. Would you do you recognize the difference in the way those two groups are being che- uh, treated? And is that right or wrong or justified? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh as much it certainly as much as uh, those of you who in the who are in the business of um, following everything super closely i um i agree i think once again it's nuanced and stuff and you talk about peaceful protesting and 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 i appreciate you know I, i've listened to the other callers and stuff and you're nobody's you're not playing gotcha or anything and i don't want to play gotcha um i i, I um, if you could follow my line of thinking here like if you if you take like the Colin Kaepernick thing, peaceful protest. Um, I I I believe that maybe if his peaceful protests were not so demonized um, by uh, and once again I don't want to I'm not blaming or anything like that. But, but but the the right side, if we if we acknowledge and and appreciate forms of peaceful protest, um, the thing is 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 that protest got so demonized, then it's like, well, I mean, I don't, I'm not, um, I, 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 know, I still think violence is wrong and everything, right, right, right. But, but we kind of took away. So a, if, a so of, will you, should have been a respectable police, the peaceful protest. Will you give the same benefit that all MAGA people or people who support uh, Donald Trump or are on the right have been grossly demonized for the last oh, 15 you, you years. Are, I, I, I 100% agree with you, you know, to a, to a, an ex, for the most part and everything. Um, the demonization of rural, particularly white America, is, is uh, tragic um, in so many different ways. I mean, as, a, as, you know, the Democratic Party should understand how they lost. Uh, I mean, because you go back a few yeah. decades and those rural communities were frequently quite yeah. blue. And, um, you know, that was very stupid. Okay. Very, very stupid. To- so, Jake, you are you are great. I just love you. You're going to vote for Joe Biden, but we can have a conversation and it can remain civil. I'd like to continue with you. Could you hold on for a few minutes? I guess that answer is yes. Connor Boyack, he is the author of the Tuttle Twins books. He met with thousands of parents and identified their top concerns. We all have the same. The the lack of self-esteem, self-worth. Do they have any work ethic? Most teens need more confidence, more leadership skills, work ethic, critical thinking, persistence, and problem-solving skills. That's one thing that I've learned today. America needs to learn critical thinking and problem-solving skills. Connor put together a series of 89 short, actionable tips for your teens. They can begin using immediately to improve their lives. Today is the last day you can get this book of tips for teens free when you order the Tuttle uh, Tuttle Twins Teen Book Bundle. 
It is a great bundle of books. They even have a money-back guarantee on your order. So if you don't like them, that's fine. Send them back. Uh, TheTuttleTwinsBeck.com. Today is the last day. You get the teen book bundle deal, and you get the Tips for Teens, which is a really great book. Uh, you get that free. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Um, I've got about a minute uh, before the top of the hour, so I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to pick our last caller up again uh, and see if he'll hold for the uh, the next segment because I think he's fascinating and I like him a lot. I, I I don't think we should bring him back though. I think. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, with it, that was like an encourage. I feel like. I didn't know people like that existed on the left anymore. I feel like I thought that all went away. He seemed like a reasonable guy. (laughs) Like I liked him. Right. All you can do now is ruin it. You're going to ask him more questions and then he's going to get annoying and my, you're going to ruin my week. I have, I have this one thing, (laughs) this one thing. There was a caller. I liked him. Right. Let's just let it go. So you, let's just let so it go. So your stay. whole belief in the future of America it's and all your own calls is one call. That's all I have. <laughs> Don't take it away from me. I beg of you. <laughs> well, uh, now I'm torn. Now I kind of want to pick a fight with him. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> what you'll do. No, just to torture not. me. Uh, back with more. Uh, trying to understand the other side. Listen patiently and ask questions, honest questions. More in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program.